What's up, gang? I'm Maya, and this is the Relationship Nation. What's up, gang? Good morning. Welcome to this new episode of the Relationship Nation Talk. This is Maya, your host, and I'm excited to be back with an, another thrilling topic to entertain you. Before I get into my topic, I would like to thank everybody around the world listening to us, supporting this podcast show, any possible, whichever way you're supporting this show, your messages, your encouragement, your motivation, your topic suggestion, even the financial part for every single thing that you do, even the smallest thing. Thank you so much for even just listening, right? For making everything you possibly can for this podcast show to progress and to grow thank you so much we love you we appreciate you and we're gonna keep coming at you with some very exciting topic to add value to you maybe to share another perspective about some topic that you've come across before or just to entertain you so thank you so much for all you do also if you're listening to me right now you must be alive and well hopefully covid free hopefully vaccined and i kid you not you need to go get vaccine you need to go get your vaccine right because you're not immortal you're not an avenger you're not a supernatural being well you are in some war in some way but you're not immortal please go get your vaccine so you can stay in your people's lives right save yourself the trouble and the concerned anxiety. Go get vaccine. But if you're live today, you're listening to me, I kid you not, you need to get on your knees and thank the universe and thank God and thank whatever you call it, whatever you pray to. Thank it for seeing the light of the day today, for taking one more breath in this in this universe, on this earth, for being able to, to see your family and friends and family and loved ones one more time for reaching, for being able to accomplish one more goal, put a smile on one more person, be of value to this world one more time, empower this world one more time. Thank the Lord, thank the universe, anything you want to thank for being alive and being able to take one more breath. So today's topic is another special one, something that struck a nerve in me when I listened to it and I heard this conversation on social media. If you haven't heard of Clubhouse, it's astounding. I'm not, I'm not frequent in Clubhouse, but I love the topics that I hear every now and then when I go in there. And I've, I've heard some magnificent conversation about this topic that I'm about to lay in five minutes. I say five minutes. I know, I know. I say five minutes, but I always go overboard because I always got something to say. I always got more to say, right? <laughs> Um, but I'm going to try to lay, lay it down in five minutes, if possible. And today's topic is research me or ask me. And we're going to dive into it right after the ad segment. Welcome back. So today's topic is research me or ask me about it. 
Why did I choose this topic? Why did I choose that title? The topic is essentially about when you you actually meet someone first and you're intrigued about them. You want to find out the little nuts and bolts and the needs and greets about that person. Maybe you have a little bit of trust issues there. You want to find out all you can possibly find out about their past, about what they're doing now, are they lying to you, all of this good stuff. You want to find out the good stuff, right? And so, you know, the reason I chose the the title, Researchman asked me, is because I heard this conversation on a social uh, social media platform that essentially was talking about, you know, how some people go do some background checks on people, on potential mates that they just met like you just met someone you went on a first date you guys talked a lot you you felt the person the person felt you you vibed and everything went well but because maybe you got a little bit of trust issues there you want to find out more you want to find out what this person is about and so you want to dig into their life you want to do you want to take steps to find out what they were what kind of person they were in the past and what they're doing now and what and then you want to based off all those things you want to make prediction predictions on what this person would be if you allow them in your life and so that's why i chose the, t- the title research me or ask me about it so the thing is <clears throat> when you met somebody first and you get the first impression. People will only show you what they, well, either what they want, or what they know you want to see, or what they should show you. What I mean is, what they want. If you met, let's say, if you're a woman, you just met a guy. He, based off his perspective of life, based off his perspective of socializing and dating and things like that and he knows certain things about women that's what he's gonna project that's what he's gonna present he he will be either a pretender or he will be the realest person that you ever met so he will show you what he wants based off what he thinks he's trying to give you right what he thinks based on what he wants based on what he's looking for expecting from you if he's expecting sex he's either gonna let you know that he wants sex or he's 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 gonna play it off so that you think that he's like a real guy and if you if you are not looking for sex he's gonna play it off so you think like he's a real guy or uh, and and then once he gets you he's gonna he's gonna he's just gonna bail or he's gonna he's gonna show you what you want so he's gonna come in very neutral and on the first days and find out what you're about and all that good stuff and then from there, he's just going to start showing you exactly what you told him. That's why a lot of times, a lot of dating coaches and gurus will say things like, um, don't tell a man or don't tell a woman what you are looking for in the other opposite sex or in the in the partner, in the potential partner that you're looking for. Because some people only project to you what you told them that you were looking for. So it's kind of a trap. So if... If it is not that, then they're gonna they're gonna be like real. They're gonna be super real. They're gonna be like, oh, they're gonna come out slanging with the truth. 
tell you everything and not even caring they're going to be detached completely from the outcome they're going to tell you this is what i i am this is what i'm doing right now this is what i used to be this is the stuff that the baggage i come from, i come with and all this good stuff they're going to tell you everything and you're going to be like what or you're going to be like uh-huh thanks for being honest with me i appreciate that and i respect you for it and i want you in my life or you're going to be like thanks for being honest with me but uh i'm going to pass so that's the thing. Now, on the first date, when you get that impression, that first impression, regardless of what they project to you, whether it's a woman or a man, they project to you either what they want, what you want, or the real, the real authentic themselves, right? Then if you come in with trust issues, if you come in with some kind of apprehension, right? You come in with like... You know, some thoughts in the back burner and thinking like, man, I don't, I don't, tr- I don't know if this person is telling me the truth. Yes, you're going to go behind and do things like you know, running a background check on them and running a criminal background check or whatever, final show, whatever. You're going to dig in their life and in their privacies. Notice I say the word privacy because when you start doing things like that, yeah, it has its pros and cons. Like, I understand why somebody might do something like that. But if you do something like that to me, if you start digging in my life and run a background check on me, you and I are never going to talk again. Because what you're doing essentially is, instead of actually having a conversation with me, because the whole point of going on dates is getting to know the person. You're skipping the whole part of getting to know the person. Then you're going and doing your own thing. Not only you're violating my privacy that I did not consent you to do. I did not give you permission to know those things about me yet. Because I myself, I'm checking you out. So I did not give you consent. I did not give you permission. You skipped the whole step of getting to know me. And you went in and you start doing those things. I will not forgive you. You and I will never talk and I'll probably just erase you from like you. I don't know you no more. Right. Because you violated my privacy. Now, some people might argue, you know, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Uh, There's things going on out there. I heard some people in the conversation talking about how people rape. People will kill you. You know, there are people getting killed on the first date. There's people getting raped on the first date. There's people getting hurt on the first date, blah, blah, blah. Yes, I understand those things are happening, right? Those things are very legit situations that occur in the world. And those things are happening every single day, whether it's to a woman or a man. At the same time, we need to understand that when 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 the other person, like whatever the other person used to be in the past, there's a reason it's called past. It's not always the case that they are still the same person. We know people who went to jail for no reason. We know people who, who, who've been accused of things that they never done. And they went to jail. And they're innocent. And now they came out of jail. And they're trying to rebuild their life back. And they met you and they thought, oh, I met the right person. I'm trying to get to know this person. She's sweet or he's sweet and he's this and she's that and blah, blah, blah. You go around them. You go behind them and you go run a background check on them. You find out they've been in jail. You start judging them off of it. And you miss out on the entire great person that's in front of you who is trying to build an amazing life for himself and potentially for you. And now you're judging them just because you got issues. And a lot of times when people judge you is because they relate to the, the evil inside you. I cannot blame someone for being a thief if I don't know how 
a thief is. I cannot call anybody a thief if I'm not a thief myself. There's only one way I know what a thief looks like is because either I've seen it or I am a thief myself. I cannot call you a narcissist if I don't have some of it inside me. I cannot call you a douchebag if I cannot identify with the characteristic of a douchebag. There's no way I'm going to blame somebody for something, whether they did it or, or did not, if I did not identify with that specific thing that I'm calling them out on. So at the end of the day, when someone is, is, is judging you, they can identify with what they're judging you on. They can identify with that. They can relate with it. Some of it has to do with them. It doesn't have necessarily to do with you. But because they need to call you out on it to feel good about themselves so they can say, oh, oh my God, mine is not even that much, but you, you are just terrible. They need to feel good about themselves. Then they need to do that. They need to create a situation where there's something worse than them. And they need to judge you on it. And other than that, the person who's doing a background check on the first on on somebody they just met, one you have too much time of your, on your on your hand. You could be doing a million of other things to grow yourself. You have too much time. You are bored or you are not busy enough. You have nothing else to do. Two, you can be totally mis you can totally misunderstand the person that's in front of you. Their past is not their future and it's not the present either. Their past is not the present. It's not the future. And so if somebody has been something in the past, doesn't mean they are exactly that thing in the present and doesn't mean they will be in the future. Yes, a raper is likely to rape again, but doesn't mean they're going to rape again. The term likely means they might, right? So we don't want to judge people based off um, something that we might have found out about the past. Somebody might have gone through a situation in, like, in a very innocent way. Somebody might have accused of something they never did in the first place. Somebody might have, you know, I see people judging a potential mate, a potential partner because they have kids. I hear, I heard a lady last time talking about how she can never date somebody who has kids. And I'm like, well, that's your loss because maybe the person who's, who's going to make you happy or who's going to add to your happiness because no one can really make you happy. You, you ought to be happy by yourself first. But maybe the person who's meant for you is someone who has kids because you need to be in that specific situation to learn a lesson, to grow somewhat, to, to go through a transition in your life. Maybe his kids are going to bring something beautiful in your life. You're dismissing the whole aspect of what you need to learn instead of what you want to experience. People tend to prioritize experience over truth if you focus on the experiences that you can leave you will miss out on your truth but if you focus on the truth your truth the truth you can share the truths that make you you the person the authentic you that you are the person that you are there's some truths that make you if you dismiss those truths for experiences, potential experiences that that's going to be temporary things and, and those temporary things don't even add value to you, you are bound to be hurt. You are bound to experience disappointment 
because you have dismissed what makes you you and you're gonna attract people who constantly come in to only provide experiences instead of truths you're gonna attract people who are not true to themselves because you are not true to yourself you cannot attract someone who's authentic if you are not authentic with yourself so stop judging people off of what they've done in the past Give them a chance, a healthy chance from a healthy distance. Don't get too involved with somebody you just met. You just met. Give them a healthy chance to prove themselves from a very healthy distance, right? Six feet apart, like they say, right? <laughs> Social distancing is while dating. Give them a healthy chance. Share little bits of information with them. Let them prove themselves. They're in. They're guilty until proven innocent, right? And so. You give them that chance when they prove themselves then you can get severely and deeply involved with them if you see red flags once twice three times now maybe maybe in just maybe you can start digging until you actually have seen red flags i don't think it's healthy to do any background checks on anyone or even dig on google someone right i go i used to google people all the time then i found out not only i'm wasting my time too there's a lot there's a lot of ways anybody can fool you even on Google. You can you can erase your tracks, you can erase your info, you can erase your history on Google. There's a lot of things you can do on Google. If you Google somebody and you find out things that does not mean that this is who they are. You gotta experience the person first and get them to show them the real themselves, to show you the real themselves, show you their truths. But to experience that person's truth. You got to be true to yourself too. So instead of spending time researching people, experience them, find out who they are as a person. And if you start seeing the red flags, then maybe you can consider digging into them. Until then, hold off on on, on doing anything. Because that's the only way you're going to feel secure by yourself. That's the only way you're not going to get hurt. And of course, there's other things like when you're going on the first day, you're going on the second day and things like that. People say things can happen on the first day. There's still measures you can take when you're going on the first day. Let me take a small break and I'm going to dive into some of the measures that I think that you can you can you can take on a first date. For example, we'll be right back. Welcome back. So we talked about um, some of the things that people do when they meet they meet someone the first time. We talked about how people uh, research uh, someone they met the first time, their background check and whatnot. And so some of those are due to the fact that some people feel insecure, some people feel unsafe, some people feel like they have trust issues, they have trust issues and they want to quell those trust issues. They want to find out by themselves. And they fail to experience the person in front of them. They rather they, they cut the whole process of getting to know the person. And they go straight to actually digging into the person's privacy. And that can cause some trouble. That can cause a lot of um, distrust. That can cause um, the person to feel offended and the person to feel, you know... Basically, what you're doing is you 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 are you are break you are um, intruding in their privacy. You that can that can make the person feel like you are not someone that can be trusted. So, 
why do people instead of taking measures um, on the first day, instead of taking measures to protect themselves, to set up a good environment for a first day, they go do those things. It's because people don't know how to communicate and people don't know how to live their own truths. And also maybe a third reason is that people may be lazy about those things. Some of the things I think you can do when you go in on a first date, you can choose the, 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 the you can choose the date, you can choose the, the place, the location. Choose the location. If it is a restaurant, a cafe, you choose the location. Don't let the person choose it. Choose the location based off how comfortable you are. Choose a table, maybe make a reservation. Choose a table that's close to the exit. Choose a, a location that makes it very easier for you to just up and run away or something like that. Um, choose a location that is not too expensive, uh, maybe expensive or whatever to your taste. Choose a location where you can actually get to know the person in a, uh, in, a in a public area, you know, in a in a in a in an environment that that's that spells safety, that spells comfort, that spells easiness, that spells uh, trust. In an area where even if the person wanted to try anything, you have help. Maybe have somebody go with someone that can sit like two, three, four tables away from you guys and keep an eye on you guys. And you you go on a date, you you are on your date, you live in the date, you get into another person, and your friends or your your brother or sister or whatever is sitting across the room looking at keeping an eye on you guys and. You can do those things. Those things are available and it's not that tough to take those measures. You can take measures to protect yourself while you are getting to know someone new. Rather than actually digging into their life, while all they're trying to, they potential, they possibly trying to do is just getting to know you. Maybe that person is only just trying to get to know you. Maybe that person is only trying to get somebody that they can trust, build trust with you. You're breaking that trust and you're going behind their backs and doing those things. I think it's essential to keep in mind, to always remember actually, that we are all people and we all come with baggages and we all come with a certain perspective of life according to the experiences that we live in the past. And so you're going to come with the, your, your perspective of life based on the experiences you live, and they're going to do the same. If you start judging someone on the background of their perspective of life, essentially what you're saying is that they are not worth, um, they are not worth um, giving a chance to. Just because they've done essentially the same thing as you've done, which is leaving something, going through something, and picking up certain beliefs from those things, which you've done too. So indirectly, you're telling yourself you are not worthy. When you judge someone on their past experiences, what you are telling, what you are saying about yourself is that you are not worth it because of the experiences you have in the past. So get to know the person that you have that you have in front of you now, instead of looking at the past and saying, eh, "Maybe this person is not for me." Thank you so much for listening. This was now five minutes, <laughs> and I, I, I appreciate you guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep trying to bring this episode down 
lower and, and shorter i mean shorter i'm gonna keep trying to bring these episodes shorter and shorter as time goes and as we transition into season two we might have longer episodes as we're gonna be interviewing a bunch of people but i'm gonna keep trying for the for the, the time being keep trying to short short the to make on um, this episode shorter and then um Thank you so much for listening to this podcast show. I appreciate you all. Keep supporting us and keep sending those financial support as well. If you're listening to us from from um, Anchor, the Anchor, the Anchor app, please keep sending those financial support. I appreciate you. You are the best. And I'm out.